What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 14 of The Hard Stuff with Bailey and Caleb. This is, uh, we'll get right into it. It's Caleb's week to pick. What do you got? We got some Canadian club this week. I'm going to tell you right now that that's a fucking mistake. So you said that kind of leading into this. I've never had it before. So for those who don't know, Canadian club, it's just a, uh, I'm going to call it what it is, a very budget rye whiskey. Uh, Canadian, obviously. Wow. Oh, oh, how does that smell? Terrible. Wow. Like that, that smells like Bush League something. So smooth and oaky, it says. It is oaky. I'll give it that. No ice either. We're raw dogging this week. It's cold. It's been in the car at minus 30. That's true. So cost, do you know the cost of this one? I don't. So what happened here is the wife had to pick it up for me because we worked. I knew what, because this is, today's more based around like the combo of the drink than it is the liquor a little bit. Okay. So I told her to go in and pick a whiskey and this is what happened. Oh my God. I am going to have words with her. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to take my professional guess as to what this costs. It is uh, three cups, 750 milliliters, 40%. And yeah, that's all it says. Smooth and oaky. If I was to guess, probably like $21 for this. Okay. Like definitely on the cheaper end of a large bottle of rye. (laughs) But you know what? If it's about the mix, I'm excited to see it. So. Oh, it smells raw. It smells woody. Like, yeah. Straight up piece (laughs) of cedar. No, piece of oak, actually. (laughs) All right. I don't actually hate that smell. It reminds me a lot of... uh, the strong crown, like the blender's mash. It doesn't go down as smooth, that's for sure. That aftertaste sucks. Oh, no, yeah, that's ass. Yep. Like, I... Wow. I don't hate rye at all. But that's that's fairly bad. That's that's all I'm going to say. You're, you're still got a spanky face going on. This is exciting. <laughs> that is not good. No, it's not good at all. It's, uh, I don't think it's something you drink to enjoy it. I think it's something you drink to get drunk. But why? Because, like I said, it's $21 for, uh... Exceptionally smooth whiskey offering hints of spice and vanilla. Okay, it I tastes don't... like I'm chewing on a tree. Yeah, I don't taste vanilla there. I don't... Okay, uh... so leading into this, though, it's been brought to my attention in the last couple of weeks consistently a pickleback. A pickleback. I don't think I've had one. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's taking a straight shot of whiskey. We're lucky enough to be blessed with fucking Canadian club, Canadian club this week. Lovely. And I have some, some home brewed pickle juice here. So poured out of the uh, Vicks. It's exactly where it came from. So I thought this was going to be a mixed drink. I did not realize. No, 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 it's a shot. I did not realize this was a shot and chase. Yep. I think we're making a huge mistake, first of all. Fair disclaimer. We had a few beers at the pub before this. Yes. We have to go play hockey as soon as we're done recording this. Yeah, which it could be a short episode for that reason. Could could be a short episode. We are a little tight on time. We also might overdo it and just get too drunk to finish. So who knows? Yeah, n- not bad options all the no, way around. This could be a 45-second episode for all I know. <laughs> I think we're past that now. Yeah, oh, we're, we so are. we're definitely yeah, past yeah, we that. We got lucky. Each of us here have our taster sit, and we need to finish these. Okay. I've had this before. This is like 
probably the first rye I ever drank with my grandfather. Really? Yeah. Why would he drink this? Uh, he was a man, I'm going to say, of budget. Okay. <laughs> he he wasn't poor by any means. Like, he made good money. Just frugal. Yeah, just frugal. Like, typical old man is like, well, why would I buy the $30 rye when I can get the $8 rye? Yeah, there's a reason for that. So down it goes. It is not my... Oh, my God. You look like you just about lost your lunch. Here. Man, that's bad. It is not my least favorite rye. I've had worse. And seeing your face, I'm going to bring the worst one I've had because I know what it is. Is it Alberta? Nope. Okay. No, it's not. Way worse than that, actually. But I will bring it one episode, just seeing your face on this. So for me, this kind of sits like just lower than middle of the road rye, like maybe a four. If five this is, is like, like a two for me. No, if five is the average. This is barely below average. Like it's just so bad. Wow. Like I'm not even looking forward to taking another shot of that. I'm curious to see if the pickle juice actually changes anything. I think the pickle juice will taste better than this. Period. Like oh, I would yeah, absolutely drink that pickle juice straight over the rye. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So home brewed right out of the jar from the fridge. Is it just one to one? Like you just shoot and chase? Yeah, that's all it is. And now, I've taken, but even that smells so much better. <laughs> now, where the hell did you get this from? So this came from work. Our like our boss, boss team leader used to advertise that he drank this all the time. And the same thing, Josh. Okay. And then one of our coworkers recently, same thing. He kept bringing it up, talking about it in that reference. Like, oh, I have a fucking pickleback. So you know what? Here we are. This. Whiskey we word. haven't done like a shooter on here yet either. No, we haven't. We've done tequila, but that was as close as it gets. Yeah. I'm just going to say the rye that you brought in today is going to make the rye, because I've already picked next week. It's going to make the rye I bring in next week probably taste like sweet, sweet love. Perfect. I'm and looking forward yeah. to it. So this is it. Just shoot and chase, eh? I got to build up my fortitude to this. Grow up. We're already six minutes in. We need to start drinking. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, one-to-one. <laughs> we just have whiskey glasses, so we don't even know. This could yeah, be. this is not even a shot glass. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like an ounce and a half, two ounces. This is great. All right, I'm going for it. I'm tempted to vomit. <laughs> I'm gonna be told I would rather have the straight rye <laughs> than what we just fucking drank. Oh my god. Uh, did you swallow in between? Yeah. Me too. And how bad did the pickle juice taste going straight down the gullet? Not good. But you know what? It helped in the fact that it killed the brutal aftertaste of the Canadian club. In about, like I'd rather taste this pickle right now than the club. In about ten minutes, I'm gonna pour more Canadian club, and I'm gonna leave the pickle juice out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, so we gave our ratings. <laughs> that's the- no, that's trash. I'm giving the pickle back as a combo shot chase a two. Okay, as a combo shot chase, I'm giving it a five. Wow, it went up for you. It really. improved it. No, no, it didn't. Like I can sit here afterwards now and kind of enjoy. It. I can get through it. All right. Fair enough. But with that, let's fucking move into yeah, our show Let's here. get into the episode. You've got, well, actually, we both got 
It was a fucking weird week in sports. So far, yeah. Yeah, so far. We haven't even... We're recording this on Thursday night, so we haven't even gotten into the NFL action this weekend. Right. So this would happen Sunday, I believe. I'm I don't sh- even know now with all the... I don't know if COVID affected any of the games. Either way, week. I'm sure you guys have seen it on YouTube, TikTok, ESPN, for all I know. It's kind of all over the place. Antonio Brown uh, has what looks to be a meltdown. I don't even know if you can advertise it as that because like watching it... Yeah, he looks like he kind of got hype, but then he just walks off. Now, it wasn't precursored very well. He does this thing, goes off into the end zone, takes his jersey off. Well, no, he took the jersey off before. Well, so jersey and pads came off on the sideline. Oh, okay. And then he was walking down the sideline, took his uh, undershirt off, hucked that into the crowd. Okay, that's what I seen. And then... When he was almost in the end zone, hucked the gloves into the crowd and then kind of gave it up, hyped the crowd up, peace out, and just left. <laughs> Why not? So I saw uh, John Boy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Saw his kind of breakdown of it. The uh, after interviews, whatever, post game, sorry, post game press conference. There, I don't know the name of the Bucks coach, but he was kind of asked about it, and he just brushed it off. Said Antonio Brown is no longer a Buck. Let's focus on the guys that actually played the game and won the game. Yeah. So is that you think that's real? You think Antonio Brown is no longer a Buck? It is real now. It is. Oh, it's been released. This came out today. Yeah. So officially, the Buccaneers put out their their press saying they released him. So that's officialized. Re- so what? So what happened is when he he stormed off the field in that sense, or it's being labeled as a storm off. It was watching the clip from John Boy. There's somebody in the stands that kind of records the whole thing. I can't remember. I think it was the Buccaneers' backup tight end. I can't remember, but he's kind of like you can see Antonio getting real upset on the sideline, real animated. I can't remember the guy's name, but he kind of tries to calm him down, calm him down. Obviously, doesn't go well. Obviously. Loses his shit, loses his gear, and just, he's out. So, anyways, so his storm out yesterday, I believe, on Antonio Brown's Twitter, he released, like, a text message chain between him and the head coach. I did see that. I didn't read into it. I did see So, it, what this is all based about is, I don't know how it went down in the game, but coming into this, he had a pre- whether you believe it or not, disclosed or undisclosed ankle injury. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, I'm going to emphasize that, allegedly undisclosed because in the post From the Buccaneers yes, side of it. Yes, because in the post game, the coach says, we didn't know. But anyways, that's the point of this text leak is it's days leading up to it that he's texting the coach. He's saying, like, we need you on here. We're going, like, we're not resting. And he's like, okay, all good. Like, I'm trying. I'm getting back. He sends a picture of his ankle being worked on by the personal trainer. Okay. Again, like I don't know whose side depicted this. I don't know if the photos are lined up or doctored. I would assume not because he, he's posting it live on this. Yeah, that's fair. But so that came out yesterday. His whole side of it saying like, no, no, no. I told the coach this is what's going on. I've been open about it the whole time. Hence, that's like his defense to why he blew up the way he did in the game. Okay. And then today... I didn't get a chance to read it in the sense of if I don't know if they responded to his tweets or not in the like acknowledging what was said. 
But they put out a press release today and it ended with him saying, with the Buccaneers saying, Antonio Brown has been released. Yikes. So I read a story uh, kind of from the opposite perspective, playing devil's advocate on the whole thing. From which side? So it would have been if you're like pro Buccaneers, anti Antonio, basically. Oh, okay. So with two games left in the season, because it was this game that just happened, and then this week should be the final, I believe, or one more week. I can't remember. Yeah. Either way, Antonio Brown, he has three contingency bonuses on his contract this year. So if he was to catch eight more receptions this year, he earns three hundred and thirty grand. Okay. If he totals fifty-five more reception yards, he gets another three hundred and thirty grand. And if he was to catch one more touchdown pass, it's another three hundred and thirty grand. So you got a million bucks sitting there. So he would have a million dollars in bonuses. What's kind of being uh flung around, spoken about is he was not on the field during this very good offensive rush by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, honestly, is when this happened. Yeah. He was not on the field for any of the plays. He was pissed off about it because he wasn't getting his targets, so he wasn't getting his bonus. So he blew up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I there, thought, right? I, There's two weird sides to this. I think when you get into it in that sense, like it depends. Like a stranger looking in, you go like one game, one big drive, like fuck it, who cares? You should be a mature enough player to know the fact that like if you're one run away or three possessions away from this bonus, you have potentially one or two more games before before playoffs. Yeah. And then your trail through that, like it shouldn't matter at all. Unless you're thinking about checking out. And well, then on the same time, it's weird that you'd think you'd be texting your head coach and this shit's going on, and then they're just like, oh, we didn't know about it. Like, there's so many variables in this, it's hard to know what's going on. There is. It is a weird situation, but I think after the, oh, fuck, three years that Antonio's had? Yeah. Since the Steelers going through the Raiders, onto the, like, the whole Antonio Brown shit show, honestly, that has been the last three years. Yeah, he's at a rocky go. It does not. It doesn't bode well for him. It doesn't look good on his name. You can't really. A lot of people aren't really taking him at face value just because of what's happened. Which and which is fair though. I don't think you can ask them to do that. Like it got into this season, and if I think if it weren't for Tom, he wouldn't have even played. I don't even think he would have got signed. Exactly. Allegedly, teams are willing to sign him already for this weekend, though. Really? Yeah, I did read that because teams were debating it. Seeing, because I I didn't know he had officially been dropped by the or released, yeah. but I was reading that some teams would be willing to take a shot on him if the Bucks did release him. Well, and if you look like I had him a couple times throughout the fantasy stuff, when he had a good week or not even like a good, but when he played and got I'd say targeted like a regular freaking receiver, yeah, he did well. Like you can still catch yeah, the he, ball. he he is still, still a good receiver. Yeah, he might not be. The elite level anymore, but he is still Which a good receiver. surprises me, though, for, like, I guess there's not a big pool to pick from to make him, like, a playoff-eligible pickup. No, I, I don't think going into this, he's going to change a team's outcome in the playoffs. I don't think he's that good anymore. No, that's more of a, I think, like, fill the bench potentially for COVID or for injuries. Yeah, or, like, a very viable uh, third-option receiver. 
Yeah. Right? That somebody that's not in all the time, but when he is in, can make a difference. I think it's kind of where he's going to end up. And hopefully, like, I, I don't, he's not a like a favorite or I'm not, I don't have anything against him either as a player. No, but so I want to like, see him do well. That's what I mean. Like, I would love to see him continue through the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So, that's kind of that. We both hope Antonio Brown does well if and when he finds a new NFL team. Yes, I don't want him to stale out like Kaepernick. Different reasons there, but you know what I mean. You know what <laughs> I, I mean. I understand what you mean. Maybe not the best comparison. Okay. NBA. Uh, the Washington Wizards announcer is in some hot water. The announcer is. The annou- yeah, like the, the game. Commentator. Uh, the commentator. Yeah. yeah, whatever the fuck you want to call him. So Kevin Porter Jr. hits a basically a go-ahead kind of in the clutch three, uh, like late in the clock, close game. Like I'm trying to explain it to you like you're a dumbass is basically yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to do. Uh, trust me, I know nothing about this. That's why I'm kind of dumbing it down. But so this kid hits a, a very uh, swaying three, like it. It's very good for his team in the game at this point. Very late in the game. Very good for his team. Okay. So the NBA announcer says, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he says, Kevin Porter Jr. just pulled the trigger at the perfect time. Or he pulled the trigger just as his dad did at the perfect time. Okay. Thinking that Kevin Porter Jr. was the son of Kevin Porter, the ex-NBA player. Very good player in the 80s, late 70s, 80s, whatever. Yeah, Not very good, but good enough, essentially. That's who he thought his father was. So that's why he made that comparison. Okay. Kevin Porter Jr.'s actual late father, Kevin Porter, when Kevin Porter was four years old, went to prison for manslaughter for shooting a young girl. Wow. So uh, the NBA announcer kind of blew that one. So yes, this man did go to prison for manslaughter for a gun charge. So the whole pulling the trigger at the right time reference did not sit well. But okay, so not knowing that though, like how did that come to light? Who did that not sit well with? Because like even honestly, normally as like a regular fan, you don't know that much in depth about a player. Like that happens when you're four years old, blah, 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 blah. So unfortunately, like maybe as you looking out, you don't have a fucking clue because you don't watch NBA. Yeah. I'm a pretty big NBA fan. There's a lot of players I honestly know a lot of stupid shit about. Like I, I could tell you that LeBron James, his father was never in his life. I could tell you that his mother essentially let her best friend adopt him because she couldn't give him the life he deserved. Like, I know this kind of shit. Like, hardcore fans do know this. Even fans of this team do know this shit. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was the fan base of this actual team. Okay. They kind of brought it to life. So his actual father shot a young girl, went to prison, and then was eventually killed in prison for it, allegedly. I'm going to leave it there. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. So the announcer, I do not know his name off the top of my head, has kind of put out a formal statement apology whoops i fucked up basically is the gist of that yeah he's saying he's tried to reach out to kevin porter personally uh with no success which is honestly fair 
It's a touchy subject. No, no, but okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate That's here. perfect. That's, that's why I put it in this, because I knew you'd fucking take it the other way. And I, I get it. Like, being unbiased, like, not a fan, really. I get that that's brutal to hit in that way. But, like, if you're him and that happens, you got to be able to think it through in the fact of, like, this guy doesn't know me well, obviously. Yeah, Kevin Porter has not released a statement. He hasn't mentioned any comments about this at all. This is all coming from fan bases and... But that's what I mean. Like, to me, yeah. yes. And at least the fact that he's jumping out and apologizing for it speaks a ton in the fact. So, yes, you can acknowledge you fucked up. And it's not like you went out there with this fact of animosity trying to throw this as a fact. Yeah, I agree with you there. But it's like, if you are going to make comparisons to ex-NBA players, maybe make sure they're fucking right. Yeah, I agree like, with could that. You, like, yeah, you could have said anything else. Yeah. Like, like oh, compare hey. him to someone else. Like, oh, yes, yeah. no, I agree with that. Like, could because Kevin Porter Jr., young kid, not a well-known name in the NBA right now. But if somebody was to say something stupid like that about Kevin Durant and his father, which I personally don't know who the fuck his dad is. Yeah. Like, you could tell me if the fact is fake or real. I don't know. But I think it's kind of sitting a little worse because this is a young kid coming to the NBA, having a good season. And, of course, because of the situation that happened with his father. But... People are calling for this announcer to be fired. See, and I disagree with that completely. You don't like it? I don't think you should be fired over that. He he didn't do it at all. No, it wasn't it, yeah. poorly. Yeah, like, it wasn't malicious. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think so at all. That's the whole mentality of cancel culture and this and that. I agree with you there. Cancel culture is, I think, taking this a little too far. Especially considering I don't know who the Washington Washington Wizards fans are, but the Wizards suck balls anyway, so get over it. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> that's what I mean, though. And I, I think when you find teams that, like, whatever, you can hate on me for this, don't have good ratings, don't have good league ratings, like, your fan base isn't enormous. No, no. This shit comes up, and they're like, wait, we're relevant. Yeah, Let's we got, we got a it. headline? We got, no way. So it's like. It's not us losing our 50th game? Don't lynch this guy for, like, what's going on. Yeah, I'll, I agree with that. To me, if he's reached out or tried to reach out, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if this that's guy true. didn't come out with a press release right afterwards. Like, this is garbage. Why did he do that? This was a personal attack. Like, it didn't happen that way. It wasn't intended as that way. It should be. So be it. Like, come out with your formal apology. Do the whole nine yards. Yeah, people fuck up. Exactly. Don't lose your jo- your livelihood over it. Not even your job. Like, I guarantee as a commentator... It's a hard job to get into it. Lots of people seek that. It doesn't matter what team it's for, how shitty you are. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's yeah, difficult. You bet. He shouldn't lose all that over that. I agree. Literally, so be it, downplaying it a bit over a piece of trivia. Like you fucked up. You didn't fact check. So be it. Okay. That's how I view it. I don't know. I like it. I'm content with that answer. <laughs> I knew you'd have a spicy kind of input on it. That's exactly why I put it on the list this week. Fair enough. So moving into our uh, kind of last sports topic of the week, we're uh, we're getting back into golf. The uh, season opener, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah, this technically. Weekend. Not every big name, but there's a lot of names out this weekend. There's quite a few. Guess who's not playing again? Fucking DJ. DJ plays when it matters. Does he? I don't know. 
I think he played either, four majors last year. Either way, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the new gear that's been released right. over the last week or two. Product release week, if you want to call oh, it that. Yeah, week, month. I'm sure there'll be more to come throughout January. The big headline, though, is TaylorMade Stealth versus Callaway Rogue, I believe. Yeah, Rogue something. There's a. This is the second iteration of the Rogue, so there's letters after it. Oh, okay. Because they did make a Rogue, and it was ugly as hell and blue and black. I think this one's red. I think this one is not red because the TaylorMade Stealth is red. But I'm willing to let you Google it. Thank you. So either way, TaylorMade Stealth, uh, Driver, and Fairways have come out. We've kind of seen our first action of it this week, I believe. Somebody was playing it today. Oh, really? I believe so. Uh, I'm not even sure off the top of my head who was playing for TaylorMade. So. I th- I thought Morikawa was. I think I think you might be right. Pretty sure. Do not quote me on this. Pretty sure I thought he had it in the bag this weekend. But this also could have been like a tailor-made private release thing that I was reading. I don't remember totally. I kind of glazed over it. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen the pictures of it. Red, black. Kind of looks like a tailor-made sim, but it's got the weight slider. Carbon. Only on one of the models, though. Yeah, I think on the consumer, like like the one you and I would buy, very average golfers, pretty sure has a weight, the weight slider. Right. The max distance kind of pro level. So or, it looks like the Rogue ST and the Rogue ST Max have a bit of like kind of gold, but it's more or less like blacked out carbon fiber. So it looks a lot like the uh, Maverick. Yeah, in that sense. More carbon fiber this time. So yeah, that's kind of the big thing going on this year. Carbon fiber faces, carbon fiber bodies. Yeah, and the whole flex face thing back again because it was yeah. 20 or 2021 last year. I think 2019 Callaway pushed really hard into the flex face. I thought and, it was jailbreak. Sorry. Or is jailbreak Cobra? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what happened okay. though is everyone kind of pushed into these big flex faces. Like the big one that I remember from Callaway is it had like the two big support pillars on either side and it flex faced around them and through the middle okay sorry that is jailbreak oh is it okay so i think we're both right i think it's jailbreak with flex face because cobra has the infinity speed zone oh, okay. okay we're good carry on sorry so that continues on and kind of from the reviews back then the tech worked but your driver was good for two to three hundred hits and that was it yeah or if you're getting your ball speed or club speed Anywhere like 180 plus, you were just going to snap it. Yeah. So I know, I know at least with TaylorMade, like I can't really think of off the top of my head for Callaway, their big names besides Phil. Mm-hmm. It's really the only guy I can think of like when I think Callaway. For TaylorMade, I don't know really anymore any huge ball strikers anymore. Like, well, Rory really hits hard. He does, but he doesn't hit as hard as he used to, right? That's kind of my point. DJ hits hard again, but when he plays. No, but I think that's like, we're getting off topic here, but for the point of what these clubs are being engineered, yes, quote unquote, hard hitters, not any, not anything like Bryson. Yeah, not but like close. These clubs are being engineered closer to the consumer level. So when they transition into their pro, like even Tiger, he swings harder. So when you give it to these pros that are above the average but not the top end of the spectrum. Yeah, like like high 170 
yeah, ball speed. It's transitioning really well, and that's why it shows. Like these players have to enjoy these clubs to play them, right? You would assume so, yeah. Well, you you can't tell me that between Tiger, Rory, I don't know about DJ, whatever. Well, when you look at TaylorMade's whole lineup, but that's what I mean though. Like you have high caliber golfers that care about their majors, the Masters. Yeah, all very competitive guys. Yeah, more so than the payday, though. Because you can walk up to almost anyone. They offered you tomorrow. If you were a pro-caliber player, it's like, we're going to give you the next 10 years, top-gen clubs. You have to play them no matter what for whatever, $10 million a season. You'd be like, fucking done, sure. Yeah, that's true. You tank down to 30th on tour. You don't care. You're getting paid more from your sponsor than this, where these top-level players are more concerned about, like, their pedigree and stuff like that and how they reflect and how their actual game is playing. Yeah. And I, I do agree with that now kind of thinking about it. Like, like you go back, Tiger's kind of always been that guy. I mean, even when he was signed with Nike, he was using a Titleist putter with a pin grip. Yeah. This is a guy that had his Nike sponsorship forever and he would play five, four, four or five generations old of club. Cause they just, they couldn't beat it. Yeah. He played notoriously old Nike irons just because, like, he preferred them so well. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure – I you can't hold me to this. I'm pretty sure the point when he was playing through Nike, he had so many kind of um, off-the-record tested clubs, like custom-made oh, renditions okay. yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that like- he found the ones that worked. And he just played them, not that they ever released like a commercial set exactly to them. So like how uh, Cobra released the Rev 33s, so it'd be like every Rev before that. Yeah. So you, yeah, you release a hundred. None, none of we ever. Set. Yeah, none we ever saw, but ones that the pro has absolutely tested and tried. Yeah, and I, I believe he still plays them. Okay, so I kind of I'm worried about this carbon face technology a little bit with how Bryson's changing the game, and we're seeing. Berkshire try to move into the tour or at least get a tour card. Yeah. How often are those kind of guys or guys that are trying to be a lot like them going to just cave driver faces in? But that's what I mean. And that's why I brought up the durability to how it was before is I want to see how they hold up. Yeah, that's that's my main concern because I think if Bryson has a carbon fiber driver face in his hand, and he tries to drive the green on a par five again across the lake. He might cave that bitch in first try. But that's the thing now with how the first one's held up. Taylor made us come out specifically on this set. Said they've extensively tested the durability of it. And they they say it's like a non-worry. Well, they better have had a robot swing that thing then. I'm, I'm sure they did. Okay. Well, and that's just it though. Like they came out with that first flex face and the first complaints. And it's not even from the pros. People were buying these clubs and they were snapping that plate. Yeah, pretty consistently. So uh, the the big jump out in front of it is they've come out this time. Again, I don't even know if they're in average players' hands yet. I know the pre-orders have hit now. I don't think I've seen a regular, like, even YouTuber. Not a YouTube reviewer because Rick Shields has had one. Yeah. Those guys have had them. But, like, a regular guy, like, say, the guy's off Good Good or, like, even a Peter Finch. I haven't seen them do one. So that's what I mean. I don't think they're in their hands yet, but I've, I've read the press releases. TaylorMade is pushing very hard to the fact that they say this can easily be your four or five-year club. Which is good because I'm sick and tired of them 
releasing a quote-unquote revolutionary driver every year. Well, and we're not going to push into this much today, but you've watched the same review videos I have. It's not revolutionary yet. No, it's still a sim, just painted black and red. That's what I mean. Like, as far as I can tell, the, the flex face might help your left or right a little bit. But they did have that on sim and sim 2. Exactly. But, and that's just it, though. You're not getting major yardages pushes. Your spin rate's not changing marginally. No. The only thing that might be better, because they did in the Sim 2 drop the weight slider. Mm -hmm. The only thing I could see is maybe your predominantly toe miss hits. If you move the weight, maybe they're better. That Well, they should yeah, be better. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the generation of club was. I think I played a while ago a Cobra Fly Z model driver that had a slider. Yeah. And like between me and you, I don't personally think it changed much. And this was when I was playing as a younger player, like much more aggressively. Yeah. I just, I didn't <laughs> like, notice. Like hit and driver on every hole just because. No, no, no. It was more of like when I tried to be competitive back when I could say I knew how to golf kind oh, of yeah. thing. Yeah. When it's cool in high school because you know exactly. how to golf. Exactly. You're like, I could beat all my friends, so I must be okay at this yeah. game. My dad still beats my ass on the weekend. But. Yeah. But. Even when that happened and like to go out to the range and try and dial it in and figure it out, it, it's supposed to be a little bit of a draw f fixer. There's like hot fixes. You could try and adjust it to play a fade yeah. if you were weak on it. It just, I, it never worked for me. That's all. No, I think it's one of those things that to fully understand it, you need help from a proper fitter. Yeah. Like somebody who understands how all the weight distribution works. But the, and how the thing with that though works. is. The, and I dislike it is you're having a weird day or you're one off. So you want to just to fix it or something. It, it just, it's not accurate. No, no, you can't hot fix that because you felt funny on the range that day. So my bottom line to it, until we see it in players hands, both of these clubs, get it out, see it more on the tour. Obviously the season's just starting. You gave me well, that, and especially at an $800 Canadian club. Yeah. Minimal. I'll spend my now, 550 600 i'll still go with the sim 2 absolutely or even 350 400 on sim 1 yeah yeah so we're this is something we're going to bring up but probably for the next two weeks at least as more info is released we're going to see how pros react to it if it's even in the bag in these next couple of weeks because like you said we're getting back into the season we will revisit this 100 percent mm-hmm well, especially, like, it, it, not everyone knows. We got golf coming in April. You always hit February, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to golf. Yeah, I should probably buy a new driver for next month. Exactly, yeah. So you can bet, especially that end, as the PGA ramps back up, golf will become more of a relevant topping, talking subject. Absolutely. Okay, so that's it for sports. Weird week. Now, IGN... Very popular gaming network blog. Which one is your whiskey? Oh, yeah. Cup? Sorry. You're right. I should pour more. Oh, my God. You need some more. I'll, I'll take a little bit more. You bet. About the same I just poured, No, right? about half of that. That's disgusting. Good. There you go, buddy. You're a dick. <laughs> okay. So. Now that we've got a fine glass of Canadian club in hand, IGN, very popular video game blog, network, reviewer, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. You know who they are. Uh, just 
either New Year's Eve or the day before, I don't recall, they released their top 100 games of all time. So that is... Oh, all time. Okay. Yeah. So this is not just of 2021. Okay, so right off the bat, or... I want to know if the top three are from this freaking last 10 year decade or older. One of them. Okay. Yeah. One of, one of them is within the last 10 years. Sorry. No. The fifth one is. Okay. Uh, that honestly gives me more hope for this list. So... Out, uh, I'm going to do top 10 first. If you can give me two, I'll be pretty impressed because these are... Goldeneye? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Tetris? Number seven. Okay. So I got one. I'm going to give one more guess here. This is, it's a weird list. <sighs> All time. I don't know. I'm going to go Pac-Man. Ooh. Wow. Not one that I thought we'd hop on, but no, not there. Okay. So, I don't see Pac-Man even in the top 25. I don't see Goldeneye in the top 25. I don't see... Oh, Mrs. Pac-Man comes in at number 47. Okay. So, you're number one, Super Mario World. Okay, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Very, very good game. Hits every what age group, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're number two and number five are different Legends of Zelda games. Colin, is number two Ocarina of Time? Neither of them are Ocarina really? of Time. Really? Yeah. Is one Breath of the Wild? Yes. Yeah, so number five is Breath of the Wild, which is the newest, yeah. I believe. So that is number five of all time. I haven't played it yet. Apparently a great it's game. It's really good. Okay. And number two is actually A Link to the Past. Okay. Yeah, I played that. Okay. So some games kind of from... I'm going to go last 10-ish years. We don't hit until... I don't even know if this was within 10 years, but number nine comes in Red Dead Redemption. Really? Yeah. Number nine of all time, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Number 11 would be uh, GTA 5. I don't even know if that's within 10 years. I mean, I'm doing a fresh first time full playthrough on that right now, and I would not put that there. No, it's definitely not a top 11 <laughs> game of all time. Uh, then we kind of come in number 20 being The Last of Us. Even man, I don't know this. This one, I think, because we've been, we actually, you got me into this game recently. I think this is gonna shock, surprise, maybe even upset you. Number twenty six, Sid Meier's Civilization six or four. You don't know your room numerals. Hey, hang on, <laughs> let me draw it out here. Four IV four. So I haven't even played this. See, one. I agree with that. Like, I give four and five much more credit. Then six? Yeah. Okay. I've only played six. So what I'm kind of getting at here is these games that I consider some of my favorite games. The first one doesn't even come in until uh, number 42. Which is? Diablo 2. <laughs> so the original was... I think I put D3 over D2. No. The original D2 is that's where it's at. And then the next one doesn't come in until uh, number 56 being Call of Duty 4, the original Modern Warfare. Okay, I can live with that. Uh, Is that the first Call of Duty on the list? Yeah. Okay. No, no. I think I, that, I respect that. I think that's actually the only Call of Duty on the Even list. Even better. So number seventy-five comes in your guess at Goldeneye. That surprises me. Number seventy-seven is Fortnite. 
See, but right there, if you're going to take all these gains and put Fortnite at 77, GoldenEye should be at least like 30. So, we're because we are playing a lot of Fortnite right now, honestly. Some games that Fortnite got put above that I prefer or like more, Borderlands 2 comes in at 99. And I preferred that game. Yeah. Uh, Burnout 3 Takedown for a racing oh, game. Wow. That was probably my favorite racing game to ever come out. Coming <laughs> in at 93. This we is even, top 100, right? Top 100, yeah. What was 100? Pokemon Go. Wow. I don't know what the fuck happened to IGN, but I lost a whole lot of respect after reading this list. It's kind of what I'm getting at. <laughs> and the final one, one of your favorites, made number 90. League of Legends. That's fun. as a top. Yeah, okay, throwing this into this whole conversation though, it's like when you look at a list and your top 100 games of all time, I take less out of like esport games. Like they shouldn't contend nearly as well. No, so they should be in league straight PvP game. I don't think of that. Like someone, give me your list of top 20 games ever. I don't put league no or league Fortnite on that list. No, uh, Counter Strike 1.6 is on there as well. Like mid 60s, I think. Yeah, but even that, like, no shot. That should be. You want to put like genuine games? I put Quake on there before. Uh, the Doom, the original Doom's on there. Okay, uh, I think twenty, even late twenty for me. Top twenty would be like Duke and Nukem. Duke Nukem, wow, yeah. holy! I forgot about that game. I'm gonna rip your head off and shoot exactly. down your neck. Good game. Okay, wow. See now, this is we might have to do our own top 25s and and do a special fucking episode for this because <laughs> we'll do that when we can stream though because we're gonna have to play all these yeah and just yeah this go is gonna it. be stuff we're gonna have to find on steam sales and bring back so overall though i put fucking sims 3 before half these don't worry i think sims 3 is on there <laughs> <laughs> so overall i hated the list is kind of what i'm getting at no fair enough like i Honestly, I didn't play a lot of these games, and the games I did play that I thought were going to be on the list weren't on the list. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing, especially when you see something like... And trust me, I really enjoy that game, but you shouldn't see like League or Fortnite ahead of that. No, and the only Fallout game to make it was Fallout 2. Where I respect that. Fallout 4 was gross. Same with New Vegas, and same with... New Vegas was easily the best one. Fallout 3 was better than Fallout 2. Fallout 2 beat Fallout 4, I agree, and Fallout 76 was right off. So I'll give you that. Yeah. But Fallout New Vegas should have been there instead of Fallout 2 is what I'm going to end on. Fuck the list. We're making our own. Coming soon. Okay. That's that's my end point on that because I knew there'd be some surprises. I knew there'd be some hot takes that are going to sway our list a little bit. So right from there, though, I want to move in. Again, last episode, we're all about the New Year's. Woohoo. It's fucking January 6th. is the New Year. Here oh. we go. Oh, sorry. Did you see... Doctor disrespects New Year's resolutions. I did not. They are amazing. This is going to be good. I heard he's making a game. Okay, yeah. His game announcement came out quite a while ago. Yeah, but now it's quite official. He's got a couple of... He calls he's, them... He's pulling on... Duty developers. He is. like. I, I don't know how much merit there is to it, but if you kind of follow the online group around it yeah he's he's trying to source out some legit talent for this yeah and he should have connections he was an ex call of duty map developer exactly 1998-1999 back-to-back blockbuster world champion but this helps us too being this our show be good so okay his first one 100 million raised for midnight society 
So he's kind of pulling a page from Lupo. Yeah. Like charitable work. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think I like that's that. realistic. I like that. Yep. Especially with his following. He, he doesn't advertise it, but I'm pretty sure he's probably one of the more lucrative people. Like he's, he makes he's money. very intelligent yeah. with financial decisions. Yeah. He fucking makes money. I guarantee that. And a good amount of it. So number two, and this is what's going to benefit us the most. Shout out to Dr. Disrespect. Hit us up anytime. Bourbon business. We will 100% <laughs> review the Doc's bourbon. Exactly. Okay. So pause, that's- No, pause the fucking list right now. Clip it, ship it, send it to Doc right now. I will pay you to sponsor us with your bourbon business. There we go. That That's where I'm going to end it on. Clip it, ship it, send it over. We will flood his yeah. socials with yeah. this. Hit the fucking TikTok, because this is going on TikTok <laughs> Monday for sure. So that's coming from Doc. I like that. That's cool. His number three, he's releasing a music album. He's been talking about this for a while, though, because of all the shit that was happening with DMCA strikes and people getting... DMC warnings on Twitch, whatever. He has been talking about doing his own music production company or at least music uh, releasing to allow streamers to use this music without worrying about DMCA bans. So this is not new, but I like that he's kind of falling through with it. Yeah, and I hope to see that. Like I do. I think it'll be awesome. Oh, it'll be. Plus, you know, with what he's doing, he's going to pull people on. There'll be major production value. It'll be like the guys that did the soundtrack for the 007 games. <laughs> it'll be awesome. Okay. Okay. Number four. DotCon 22. So like, he's, he wants to do. It'll, it'll rival TwitchCon is what it is. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to. And like, if you watch the stream, he he's just as sick as the rest of us with COVID, this and that. Yeah. Like, he wants to have that event. It, yeah, I think it'll be a lot of uh, a lot of the same of what Nick and Faze yeah, did with the yeah, backyard yeah. barbecue. Yeah, exactly, and that turned out pretty well for them. I think. Yeah, I think so as well. I didn't didn't read any numbers about it, but I saw the videos, and it looked like it was a very good event. Honestly, but number five, the one that's taken all the headlines, all the effort, unbanned, and massive payment. Oh Christ. The the gist of this from when this released, the general consensus is he's sake he's seeking massive payment in defamation, unlawful banning, so be it whatever. Yeah. That he wants the big payout from it. But now with all the lackluster of YouTube, it's suspected that if he gets unbanned, that he'll seek to go back on Twitch afterwards as a big fuck you. I could totally see it, but the question is, is it only eight digits or is it a nine-digit payout? I don't know. Do you think the doc gets 100 mil? I hope so. I would fucking love to see that. I just don't think Jeff will pay him that. I could see him paying him that and then making him sign an NDA just to shut the fuck up about it. Like, yeah, hey, uh, here's your paycheck. But that's the thing. Like, with the way that he's trying to make this right now, would he do an NDA? Like, it's all about yeah, that. Yeah, would he sell out is the question. Yeah. I hope not. It doesn't seem like he would. Like, like what I, do you, what I do you would, think, Doc? In the sake of, like, what's going on in these news resolutions, I'd just love to see 50 million personal payout, 50 million to the charity. Done. I'd like that. I'm totally there for that. Like, to me, that's easy. You're halfway through your goal. Everyone wins. 
Okay. I like it. So I think uh, January 6, 2023, episode uh, 66, I guess it'll be at that point. We got to revisit these and see how many he does. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how many paid out. See what Twitch paid them. See how the charity's doing. We got to get on it. 100%. Because I like the, I like all five of those, honestly. Yeah. For considering who he is, what he is, and what brand he's created, leading with the charity looks really good on him. And closing with the Twitch thing is kind of <laughs> as like that, fuck you. I love that. That's like, that's Doc, honestly. And that's, that's where it's it funny because this is right from his Twitter that I'm reading this. But when you look at it too, like the unmanned and massive payments all highlighted and shit. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, okay. So that's what, that's what Doc's got his eyes set on this year. That's what's happening. Yeah. And uh, so let's close on this then. I don't even think we need to. You don't want to talk about that? No, I, I think we're getting close to our timeline. We can touch on this next episode. Okay. So the only thing that I'm going to say is. NVIDIA has now released a couple new cards that you will not be able to find or buy. Yeah, fuck it. It's not happening. E- even Google them. You probably won't be able to find the one. Well, and the thing is, yeah. they've no, released- leave it vague. Leave it vague. Okay, We're going to leave okay. it. So we're leaving it on that. Do a little bit of research. See if you guys can kind of figure out what we're talking about. NVIDIA has released more cards that aren't going to be available. That's that's all it comes down to. Sorry, Caleb's trying to choke down his whiskey. He's being a real bitch. About I'm it. ending this episode with don't ever buy a Canadian club. It's fucking gross. Look, they should have left this in 1858 and it should have never moved forward. <laughs> to tell me that you drink this for fun leisurely on ice, you're fucking wrong. Okay. <laughs> on that note, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We appreciate everybody coming back every single week to fuck around bullshit and make fun of us. Uh... Caleb's still kind of trying to I'm put himself. Like, yeah, he's still trying to put himself together. Over Canadian club, just do it. Don't the pickleback is not where it's. No, at. no, no, just the fucking pickle. Oh, juice. okay, okay, I could get on board with that. Okay, that's it. We appreciate everybody hanging out. We've got our top twenty-five games coming next week or the week after, and we've got Nvidia cards coming next week for sure. Fuck it, we're we're bringing both next week because oh, so okay. be it. We're drunk and we rush through this one. Well, we'll surprise you with a better quality next time. <laughs> Next and a better week, next, fucking drink. Next week's production value is going to be high. All right, guys. Appreciate it, everybody. We will see you next week. Don't forget, drink responsibly. Always exactly. drink responsibly. See you next week.